Hi, I'm Marcy Lundy. Today is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. And this is the Cult of Kindness podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. What the Cult of Kindness podcast is, is a masterclass for those of us that are on a kindness journey. Perhaps you feel as though you've never been kind, but you understand the difference that kindness makes in the world, and you like to give it a shot. Or perhaps you're skeptical, as you don't want kindness taken for weakness. Or perhaps you've always been kind, and you're looking for a bit of a refresher course. It is for all of you. It is for all of us. As I always say, I'm on the kindness journey right along with you. Well, last week, before I ended the bonus mini episode, I spoke about being on the local NBC News affiliate, and that happened the following day. So, the first initial part of my kindness rocks presentation to the world or I should say my kindness (laughs) uh, presentation to the world started as kindness rocks in the city and that's what I spoke about last week uh, on next with Kyle Clark I added a link to the segment on the Cult of Kindness LinkedIn page, as well as the Cult of Kindness Instagram page, the Kindness Rocks in the City Instagram page, and the Cult of Kindness podcast and Kindness Rocks in the City Facebook page. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, That literally started my series of kindness. And I started that back in January of 2019. And, you know, I'd put those kindness rocks out anonymously for quite some time. And so it's sort of surreal and also very fun to actually show who is the behind putting these little rocks of encouragement around the downtown Denver area. So if you were able to see that segment, I hope that you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun, uh, just literally going outside the front door and meeting with the photojournalist and talking about the kindness rocks. Uh, So again, I hope that you enjoyed that. Uh, And also you can find that on YouTube. Um, Just pull up next with Kyle Clark kindness rocks so our book of the month is live kind be happy by celeste Mila. i hope you're all enjoying this book uh, as i told celeste it totally speaks my language and reading the book was literally like i read a book that i'd written as both Celeste and I speak the same language 
and this week I want to talk about silence your inner fixer silence your inner fixer it's something that Celeste speaks about in the book are you guilty of being a fixer who's to say that something needs to be fixed who's to say just because it's perhaps not how we like it does not mean that it needs to be fixed. So to silence your inner fixer is a big move, a big realization. Not just anyone can get to that place. I think you have to get to a place where you are being kind and accepting And you realize just because it's perhaps not the way you would do it, if it isn't hurting anyone, it's okay. And that's where you silence your inner fixer. And I'll be honest, it is also the topic this week inspired by an uber ride that i had monday afternoon i've been really lucky my uber and lyft drivers are usually very nice and so the driver that i had um i'd gone to visit my mom and so the driver that i had on the way back home courteous and cordial as they generally are and uh, you know the driver not unlike any experience I've had before but you know without being offensive the driver can be flirtatious (laughs) but this was very harmless And the driver went on to tell me that he'd been in a relationship for about 16 years and that he and his girlfriend recently broke up and it wasn't necessarily because their relationship was falling apart, but because her brother would stick his nose where it wouldn't belong in their relationship and unfortunately the relationship didn't survive and this guy he probably was about my age i'm 44 and you know he said that generally in his relationships he is always very loyal he literally only has eyes for the person that he's dating kudos and you know that's how it should be 
And we laughed and we joked about how it's a little interesting, the concept of finding a person only through an app in this day and age. You know, that's some people's preference. (laughs) And we had a laugh about that. And, you know, I told him I prefer person-to-person interaction. You know, that's, to me, how I would prefer to meet someone. And he agreed. (laughs) You know, and he was saying that it's very boring being single and that you know he was like maybe like when I finish working you know I'll go home shower get cleaned up go out to dinner or go to a neighborhood bar two to three times a week have dinner perhaps look for you know who's around and I said oh you know that's nice But also, I always think it's important to, if you have a hobby, look for potential life mates at places and events where you're enjoying something that includes your hobby. As when you find that special someone you know, you'll have a definite common interest there. You know, he agreed. And, you know, we talked a bit more. He was saying he was originally from Washington, D.C. And, you know, I said, well, you know, do you think you'll stay in Colorado? Or do you want to go back to D.C.? You know, now that you're single. And that's actually when he spoke of. Well, I said, you know, the women here are nice, you know, but there's so much that so many places have to offer in regards to women. And that's when he brought up the, the loyalty and how after being with someone for 16 years that, you know, even now after they've broken up that you know he feels like a bit of guilt looking at women who are not his girlfriend who is now his ex-girlfriend because his loyalty was so strong (laughs) and like i said this was after lightly flirting with me and i I silenced my inner fixer, you know, for a brief moment, I went through my mental Rolodex of, is there anyone I could set him up with that I know that's solid? And then I said, no, just listen. Now you're already being kind, but just listen, just have a conversation, just to hear him, 
You don't have to be a fixer here. Just lend an ear. And that really felt nice. I didn't try to save his relationship (laughs) as he's already broken up with the person but I didn't try to think of a brainstorm a way to try and get his ex-girlfriend back or try and like I said think of friends that I could possibly connect him with I just listened I silenced my inner fixer with kindness you know was being kind already and just listened I don't know about you but I enjoy social media It's fun to share. You know? But all of us that enjoy social media, there's a large percentage of us that we do not share everything. We share what we like to share. I definitely do that. Long before social media, I've been sharing my favorite parts of my life with friends literally since probably fourth grade. And I am Generation X, so fourth grade for me was the 80s. Prior to cell phones and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So that sharing looked like photos. And it looked like letting people know and get a sneak peek into my life. I like to share. But I share what I want to share. (laughs) Perhaps because I'm warding off any possible fixers. As someone who's a literal fixer. To be kind is to mean well and sometimes to just be quiet and listen and so as much as I thoroughly enjoy sharing various aspects of my life There are things that I hold 
very close to my heart. And in the life outside of social media, um, in the last month, couple of months, again, learning to silence my inner fixer, as we learn about and live kind, be happy, and instead of fixing, just observing And then live kind, be happy. Celeste always also writes about when we open, we heal. When we open, we heal. I said it again. For the people in the back. <sighs> well, not only do we heal when we open. We see things for what they really are. Not what we want to see. Or not what we're frustrated that we do not see. We see things for what they are. And those of us that are fixers, speaking for myself, I am a fixer because I don't like to see people hurting. Well, the way I can control that is to continue to be kind, to silence my inner fixer, to listen, to see things for how they are. And to practice loving kindness, which Celeste also writes about. (sighs) 
I know I'm not alone when I speak about being a fixer. And if you're like me, in this journey of kindness, it is almost like possessing a superpower where you try your damnedest to make sure you single-handedly can make somebody happy with your kindness. And you know, perhaps we can. That is why I always say, do the smallest thing Create that positive domino effect. It's so important. It really is. And once you silence your inner fixer, which can be hard, but necessary. You'll be open. You'll hear. You'll understand. Instead of thinking of how do I fix this? I'm being kind, I'm listening, how can I fix this? Our kindness will help us stay open and to simply be there. To simply be there in love. <sighs> My first tears of season three. But yes, so. Um, Yeah, in this kind world, it's important to silence that inner fixer. And as I've been aware of, but finally grasping to be kind is sometimes to simply 
be there. To be there in love. Practice loving kindness. And as we're in the holiday season, we find ourselves confronted with these thoughts a bit more. And that's okay. Please just remember to take all that you're learning and not just exercise it during the holidays, but continue that beyond the holidays, literally for life. I promise to do the same. I love you all. Happy holidays. Take care.